Heidi Harris. This is the Heidi Harris Show podcast. I do these a couple of times a week. You can subscribe anywhere you get podcasts. And you can find me at HeidiHarrisShow.com or HeidiHarris.com, either one. You can find podcasts, videos, things I do. I do videos on Rumble, but I link them all to HeidiHarrisShow.com. So check that out. You can also follow me Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, Heidi Harris Show, Heidi Harris Show, Heidi Harris Show. Uh, I am recording this right now at 6 o'clock in the morning. And I'm doing so because it's been an interesting day. Over the last couple of days, a couple of things have come to my attention about conservatives, and I've been tweeting about it, posting about it, and that kind of stuff. In one case, we have in Nevada a person running for office whose daughter recently murdered her ex-husband. Now, I'm not going to get into all the family dynamics because, for starters, I don't know what they are. I mean, how could I possibly know the inner workings of any family? But it seems to me... If you have something that traumatic in your family, you ought to stay home and, I don't know, make sure your other kids are okay before you hit the campaign trail to run for another office. But that's me. And by the way, I said this about a person in Missouri, a politician who was running for Senate who had a very messy divorce and kids were a wreck or so it seemed. And I'm just thinking to myself, the larger principle is not picking on these people. The larger principle is everybody has family stuff. We know it. I'm not judging that. I'm not in your home. I don't know. But if conservatives can't get it together and conservatives are dumping their families or putting their families aside to chase their ego or whatever it might be, if conservatives are doing that, who's left? Who's left to raise good families? Who's left to have good marriages? Conservatives want to go back to Washington, D.C. and tell everybody how to run their lives. And yet conservatives are getting divorced at the same rate everybody else is. Their kids are messed up at the same rate. And a lot of them are chasing their egos, searching for a higher office or, you know, seeking some, you know, new job promotion or whatever. What about taking care of your family? Somebody smarter than I am once said what happens in your house is more important than what happens in the White House. Yes, it is. And you may have aspirations and no one's saying that you can't, uh, as a woman, have children and go run for office. I'm not saying that. I've never said that. I, I wouldn't do it because you're gone too much of the time. But I'm not saying you can't. But if you've got family issues already and now you've got a couple other kids and your oldest daughter's doing life for killing their father, they have no dad, they have you, and now you're going to hit the campaign trail? You might want to make sure that, you know, they get the psychological help they need and whatever else. But I'll tell you what they don't need. They don't need a mom who's not around. That's what they don't need. So then yesterday I tweeted something about Congresswoman Lauren Boebert from Colorado who's got a couple of kids and she has a 17-year-old son who got his girlfriend pregnant. And I just put on Twitter as a response to the story because they were talking about how great it is. And I just put conservatives are celebrating this with a kind of a rolling eyes. That's all I said. I've been called everything from a sociopath uh, on down as a result of my comments. I didn't say they should take the girl that planned parenthood. I never said that. I'm not saying it's uh, better to have an abortion. Never said that. People can't think critically anymore. This is a 17-year-old kid. I don't want to pick on him, all right? But he's 17 years old. He got this girl pregnant. One guy said to me on Twitter this morning, well, something about we should always celebrate life. I said, oh, so as a dad, you'd be happy if a 17-year-old boy got your daughter pregnant. You'd be good with that? I said, that's good to know because my dad would not have been. Now, would my father have demanded that I get an abortion? Absolutely not. That's not the point. 
It doesn't matter. When you're a conservative, you're supposed to stand by conservative values. Conservative values mean you have a child, ideally, when you're married, when you're an adult, when you're able to support the child. You got a 17-year-old kid who's going to be making child support payments. He's not even out of the house yet. He can't even vote yet. So am I saying that the child should be, uh, you know, taken away or, or, you know, aborted? Of course I'm not. But somewhere between cheering something and condemning them is the sweet spot. And we've lost our minds on this anymore. If I were a parent and my kid did this, I would tell my child, I'm unhappy with you doing this. You're not supposed to be having sex with anybody. You're 17, okay? But I'm not happy with your choice to do this. I'm not happy with the result, but we will do all we can to support you and help you. And we will welcome this innocent grandchild. What's wrong with that? That's what I said on Twitter the other day in response to somebody. That's all I'm saying. I'm not saying condemn the kids forever. And of course, Lauren Boebert apparently was a teen mother. Well, for so what if you were a teen mom? See, we've lost our ability to think critically. I worked with people years ago, uh, many, many girls back when I worked in the casino business. And I can't tell you how many of them didn't have fathers who were the first ones to turn around and have a baby out of wedlock. The fact that you've experienced it doesn't mean it's ideal. I mean, yes, people can raise children who have them at 17. I mean, look at Jeff Bezos. Uh, former CEO of Amazon, whose mother had him at, I think, 17 years old. There are all kinds of stories like that. Nobody's saying you should go to Planned Parenthood and abort your baby because you get pregnant at that age. I'm not saying that. I'm saying we as adults and parents should encourage our children to have babies when they're ready, when they're mature and they're responsible. You have no idea what you're doing. You just got a girl pregnant and you're 17. You haven't even started your life. And now you've created a new life. And like I said, I'm not trying to pick on this one kid. When Sarah Palin's daughter was pregnant, a lot of people pointed that out yesterday. Well, no kidding. I don't remember her cheering it. I remember her saying, well, this is the situation, so we're dealing with it. Right. Absolutely. That's what you should do. As a parent, I would say, I love you no matter what. Just like God. God loves you no matter what. He loves all of us no matter what mistakes we make. He may get disgusted with us at times, but he will love us no matter what. As a parent, I would say, I'm not happy with this decision but I will love your child. I know people uh, that I go to church with. I know people in my periphery who do this kind of thing, who are Christian parents whose kids have done this, and that's what they've done. I love you. I'll love you no matter what, but this I'm not happy with, but I'll still love your child, and I'm still going to love you. But there's a difference between saying, I love you, and everything you do is okay. That's not true. That's not what God says. God does not applaud every decision we make. There are all kinds of parameters in the Bible as far as our behavior. So as parents, we're supposed to do the same. There's better and there's best behavior. Ideally, a child is born into a home with two people mature enough to be parents who are married and all that. That's the ideal situation. Is it the situation for most people? Clearly not. We know that. I remember Rush Limbaugh years ago saying that 50% of the population were unplanned. I'm not sure if that's true. I don't know where he got that. It's probably true, though. So no one's saying an unplanned pregnancy means that child isn't important. Nobody's saying that. But to celebrate anything your kid does, oh, you got your, your girlfriend pregnant, that's fantastic. That's not a conservative value. And what's amazing to me is conservatives now, you know, they applaud anything. And like I said in the beginning of this podcast, if we don't stand for family values and try to hold our marriages together and try to raise our kids well, be there for our children instead of chasing our egos around, if we're not doing it, then who's going to do it? Who's going to bring on the next generation of kids who are raised in solid homes? 
But the problem is we've got multiple generations now of children who don't even know what it's like to have a healthy marriage. You know, you get divorced when your kid is six years old. They don't know what it's like to have a healthy marriage. They're not going to see one. Oh, you might get remarried and that might work out, but that's not the same thing. So now your kid goes on to say, well, I don't know, I'll get married. We'll try it. On and on and on it goes. So conservatives are supposed to stand for family values or shut up about it in Congress. Not that many of them talk about it anymore, but stop it. To me, as a conservative, strong families make a strong nation. And to walk away from that because somebody's subjective and emotional, well, it happened to me. Well, I'm the result of a teen pregnancy. Okay, that's great. That's fantastic. I'm glad you made it. That's wonderful. That's not the ideal situation. And in the case, and I'm, like I said, I'm not trying to pick on Lauren Boebert or her son, but the reality is, are these two going to be together in 5, 10, 15 years? No, probably not. The odds are very much against them. It can happen, but it's very much against them. So the child's going to grow up, who knows with what situation. I'm sure there's going to be love in the family and whatnot, and kids grow up with grandparents and things like that stepping in all the time. But it's not the ideal situation is all I'm saying. And conservatives should always aim for the ideal situation. This is what's best for society. This is what's best for children. This is what's best for a child's uh, life and the stability of a child's life. And I read somewhere one time that if a child is born to two people who aren't married, by the time the child's five, they have something like three different um, constructs of families living in the house by the time they're five. That's right. That's what usually happens. Because this one, you know, the boyfriend, the da 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 which obviously increases the odds that your child's going to be molested and all kinds of other things. So I'm not saying that's going to happen in this congresswoman's life. How, of course, probably not. And how could I ever say that? But I'm just talking about what's best for society. And as a conservative, I'm being trashed for that. But that's okay. You can trash me. I'm still right. But what's sad to me is conservatives don't stand up for family values anymore. I don't know how many ways and how many times I can say it. They just don't. They back away from things like this. Everything's okay. Whatever you want to do is okay. I love you, honey. So therefore, anything you do is fine. I know Christians like this who approve everything their kids do because I love my kid. That's not what God does. And I don't speak for God. I'm telling you what the Bible says. So <laughs> I just, I'm just stunned. Not because this has happened. It's not the worst thing that's happened. It's not the only time this has ever happened, obviously. It's not the ideal situation. Uh, but it's not the best beginning. That's all. But beyond this congresswoman and her life, which I know really nothing about, let's talk about what's best for society as conservatives. And if not, then we just need to stop talking about anything. We need to stop talking about abortion. We need to stop talking about anything like this, because when it comes to situations like this, we're immediately silent because we don't want to offend anybody. Well, I can tell you something. The reason society continues to go downhill and culture continues to rot is because nobody wants to speak up. Calling something out is not judging somebody. Saying there's a better way to do this and a worse way to do this is not judging. We've all made bad decisions. All of us, I'm raising my hand. We've all been complete idiots and done stupid things that wish we hadn't done. And I've said on other podcasts, for example, with the, uh, vaccines, the so-called vaccines that people have gotten, I'm not judging those people because I've done things I regret. And I know many of them who sorely regret what they've done. I've done a lot of video interviews with these people. You can find them on Rumble, Heidi Harris Show. My heart breaks for them. I'm not judging them. I've made plenty of bad decisions. I hope I'm making myself clear. It's not about judging. 
It's about saying this is not the best situation. But for a congresswoman to cheer a pregnancy with a 17-year-old boy, I don't even know how old the girl is. I mean, cheering is not the way to go. This, I would prefer her to say something like, well, this wasn't the best possible scenario. We would have preferred if it came a few years from now, but it didn't. I actually had one person on Twitter say, are you kidding? Grandchildren are the best ever. How selfish can you be? You want a grandchild, so you don't care if the kid has teenage parents who are most likely not going to be together in two years, much less five or 10 or 15. You don't care because you're a selfish grandparent. What kind of a comment is that to make to me? I want a grandchild. Some people wait forever to get a grandchild. People actually said that to me on Twitter. I have a very short list of people whose opinions matter to me. And the fact that you trash me, I want, well, I want a grandchild. Or, well, every life should be celebrated. Oh, brother. The fact that you trash me does not affect the fact that I'm right. And anybody who thinks my point of view, my principled point of view is affected by some troll who's a complete stranger to me, I guess you don't know me very well, do you? <laughs> That's pretty funny, actually. We should always celebrate life, but we should always aim to create children in a marriage situation when it's as stable as possible. That's all I've ever said. And I'm just sad that so many conservatives don't see it that way anymore. But that's how the liberals are winning. You want to complain about the school board. You want to complain about all these other things, but you don't want to talk about how families start, do you? Uh-huh. Because that would be hard. I know. I get it. I'm Heidi Harris. Don't forget you can join me on Sunday nights, 97.1 FM Talk in St. Louis. I'm on 7 to 9 p.m. And you can find my videos on Rumble, Heidi Harris Show. And check out HeidiHarrisShow.com. You can message me there where it says message the show. You can message me there uh, during the show or anytime that you'd care to. You can also sign up for my free newsletter uh, where, that I send out every single week. So, uh, you know, I just, uh, I'm going to keep holding the line. And if other people don't, and I... I can't worry about it. Doesn't make me wrong. <laughs> Until we meet again, remember, you were created for a purpose. Apparently, this is mine. <laughs> Find it and live it. Here's Tony Scottwell. Mm -hmm.